You are listening to the Boss Experience Podcast, a podcast with conversations about business growth, self-development, and maintaining a mindset to achieve business success. My name is Michelle Davis, and I am a business strategist and coach, and I'm your host. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. My name is Michelle Davis, and I'm your host. And today I have special guests, Mandy L. Harvey. And Mandy is a speaker. She's a transformational trauma coach, and she's mom to some beautiful humans. And Mandy is going to share just her experience as being a trauma-informed leader in this episode. When we think of leadership, we, we have a hard time sometimes connecting it to entrepreneurship. As entrepreneurs, we want to be a leader in our industry. We're leading our clients to a specific outcome or solution. We are, you know, taking on this leadership role every time we show up, you know, for our business, whether it's online, whether it's in our marketing. So of course we are leaders, but we are leaders sometimes with baggage and things that we bring with us along the way. And if you've been following the Boss Experience podcast, you may have realized that I do focus on real issues that we as entrepreneurs face in the industry, whether it's trauma related, anxiety, you know, we're human beings. So if we experience those things prior to hanging out our entrepreneurship shingle, of course, we're going to have challenges in our business. Also, if you've been following me for a while, you know that prior to being an entrepreneur, I worked with trauma survivors and I am a trauma survivor myself. And so interestingly enough, and I can't wait to dig into things with Mandy, you know, as I was preparing for her interview, I was like, you know, I really didn't realize or think of myself as a trauma survivor. And I say that in quotes because I had no idea what that was. And I actually didn't think of myself as that until I was running a domestic violence shelter and crisis hotline. And I was working with lots of trauma survivors, both in the shelter and on the hotline and leading a staff to do that. I was the program director. And it wasn't until I started working with the women in the shelter and with all of the many women and voices on this hotline that I realized in attending training to better help me do my job that I realized I think I'm a trauma survivor. And so I know I'm not the only one that's probably thinking that because we don't want to think of ourselves as broken or in need of work. (laughs) So, you know, so I'm really excited for Mandy to kind of dig in because Mandy has her own kind of story. She talks about rock bottom. You know, if you if you know her, if you've seen her for the first time, you, you know, she talks about her rock bottom point. Because you just didn't wake up one morning and say, I'm going to be a trauma coach, right? I did not. In fact, I tried to avoid talking about trauma for many years because <laughs> so I thought, I, I mean, I knew my, I, I knew that I had a, a um, traumatic childhood. I explained it as saying I was born into trauma. I was born to a single mother, a single parent um, who was living through her own trauma lens, if you will, and kind of really taught me these behaviors of survival that carried with me until I was an adult and really started to realize they were a problem. But no, I didn't go seeking to be a trauma entrepreneur who talks about trauma or helps people heal from it. In fact, I thought people would think that was weird 
or crazy. So I did everything I could not to even face it. Now you talk about like your rock bottom. So before you were ever like this trauma coach, you experienced your own, you know, childhood issues. What was kind of the breaking point for you to say, I need to get help for myself? Because I think a lot of entrepreneurs, they come into entrepreneurship and they come into coaching and they don't do the internal work. Yeah. Um, And one of the concepts we learned about anytime you're working with trauma uh, survivors or just people in period, you have what's called the secondary trauma if you're working with trauma survivors and you have, you know, transference and all of this when you're working with people. And so if you're not doing the internal work, you're going to experience some problems. So what was kind of the breaking point when you kind of said, I need help myself before I can help anyone else? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it was with my youngest daughter. She was having this major temper tantrum. She's of all my children. She's the one that has the widest emotional range. And so when she's happy, she's at the top. You're everyone is joyful and happy with her. And then when she's sad, you know, everyone's feeling it. She just has these wide swings. And as a toddler, I don't think she knew how to regulate those. And so there was one moment where she just was in her epic temper tantrum. And I was washing the dishes. My back was to her. And I can remember just feeling this like surge of anger, this like heat, like rising in my body. And I was like, I could just feel this rage coming up. And you have to understand for me, I've never been angry. I've never been an angry person. Even with all of the pain and suffering I experienced as a child and into my teenage years, I was never angry about it. I was never angry about the abuse. I was never angry that my mom took her life. I was never angry that I was displaced and lived with a whole new family and a whole new town. And, you know, like I never got angry. And so for me to all of a sudden feel this rage rising in my body was a very new experience and something that I I was like, what is happening? And she's screaming and yelling and mad at me. And I am, can just feel this, like take over my entire body, this rage. And I was had a glass in my hand I was washing and I turned around and I was so angry and I yelled at her like, shut up. And I threw this glass at the floor right below her feet. Mm-hmm. And I can remember the look on her face was like sheer panic. Like, who is this person? And she started crying and said, I'm sorry, I upset you. I'm, I'm a bad person. I'm so sorry I did this to you. And in that moment is when it really clicked for me, like, oh my God, like something is going on here. I, I'm not this mom. I'm not this mom who like yells at my kids and makes them feel bad. Like she was just being a kid and all now she believes that she's this bad person. And, you know, I hugged her and we both cried. And I was like, I promise I'm going to figure out what's going on. I don't want to be this type of parent where I'm just emotional outbursts on you all the time. And that became the moment where I started to really reflect and seek support. Now, I've been in therapy. I had been in therapy off and on for over 20 years because of my childhood. I was in talk therapy. I had talked about my story ad nauseum. I knew it in and out. And still, I held this strong physical reaction that I didn't understand. And I knew it was deeper than just my daughter having a temper tantrum. 
And so I sought support and therapy, but outside of talk therapy, I knew I had, I'd done the talk therapy stuff and it, I was like, if, if I've done this for 20 years and I'm still coming up with the same issue over and over again, where I can't handle my children's emotions. I can't handle their rage. I can't handle their, their anger. Something else is going on. And so I went and saw a somatic experiencing therapist. Somatic experiencing is a body-based therapy modality that helps you tune into your nervous system. And so really what it teaches you is your body has its own story of events beyond your mind's story of events. And it's your body's story that really holds the pain, that holds the suffering, that holds onto it in your tissues and your organs and your body in ways that can stay stuck until you learn how to really turn inward and unravel those strands of trauma from your core being. And so I spent about two and a half years focused on that therapy. And in two and a half years, I overcame more than I had done in the last 20 years. And for me, it was a big awakening of like, we hold so much in our body and our nervous systems adapt. Our nervous systems are so smart. They, they know how to survive. And we have to honor that process. But at some point when we become adults who have dreams to lead businesses, to put our gifts out into the world, the survival strategies no longer are supportive. We have to learn how to reteach our systems, how to be safe in uncertainty, how to be safe being courageous and speaking our voice. And maybe that wasn't something we were able to do as a child, or we hold these emotions and we're not sure how to express them in a way that will still speak to our authenticity and our truest selves so that we can be this best leader. So really for me, at that time, I was still running a business. I was a nutritional therapist and I was seeing people and helping them heal from chronic health issues. But this, this process in my journey really helped me own my own trauma story, my own survival story, and helped me understand that my true gifts, my true impact really is in the place of helping others recover their truest selves through the use of trauma healing. And so I became a, a somatic experiencing practitioner myself. And that's part of the work I do today. But yeah, that was the that was the kind of meltdown, the breakdown that I had to go through in order to really understand what it is that I do today. And that's pretty amazing because some people don't have that, you know, revelation that they need to get help because you could have easily kind of move away from that situation and thought you're just a bad mom yeah. or you could have continued in the cycle or, you know, or you could have allowed, you know, your body to develop a chronic illness and held everything in your body. Because it's interesting. You said you, you, you know, with everything you've been through, you, you didn't really feel it, you know, in the, when it was happening. And so mm -hmm. all of that carries with you. And yeah. if you're an entrepreneur, you know, when you're talking about being trauma informed, it starts with you. It does. Absolutely. It starts yes. with you. So what does it mean to really be a trauma informed leader? Because like it or not, entrepreneurs are leaders in their industry. You're leaders with your clients, you're leaders in, you know, when you create content, you're, you're not like a follower. <laughs> you you're creating content to be a leader. You launched yeah. your business to be a leader. You launched your business to help people 
yes. and to make an impact. So yeah, let's talk about this concept of leadership and being yes. the trauma-informed leader. When it comes to life, anything can happen at any moment. So imagine having a dedicated law firm available to help you, your family, or your business out of a tough spot before you actually need them. Prepaid Legal Services has helped people just like you deal with the unexpected since 1972. So for the cost of dinner, you can call them as many times as you need to help you deal with the things you never expected to happen. Just visit PhenomenalBoss.com to get started today. Now back to the episode. I guess let's start with how people are impacted when we think about trauma and we talk about like this person who doesn't get help or maybe they've gotten help in the past, but you know, they, they're cured now. Right. So um, now they're, they're, they're launching their business. Yeah. Uh, So let's talk about that for a moment. Yeah. Well, I always say that our stuff shows up in transitions. So when we are in that process of transitioning into this broader identity of someone who is an entrepreneur. And we have this dream, we have this vision of like, I know I can help people. I know I can do this, put this out in the world. People need this. When we have that that calling on our heart, we are met, we are being called to be a leader. There's no doubt about it. We are all our own personal leaders. So as an individual, I'm a leader of myself. I'm a parent. I'm a leader of my children. I become a role model in that way. As that entrepreneur, I become this leader and role model for those who are going to interact and consume the information that I share in my business. And our issues show up in those transitions. So when we transition into being this entrepreneur, uh, we might think about, okay, so to be an entrepreneur, I'm going to do this business. I might have to speak up in places where I wouldn't normally. I might have to, you know, stretch myself in creating a product or offering a service. That means I'm putting myself out in front of people to be chosen, to not be chosen. All of a sudden, the beliefs that we might have developed as a child start to pop up, whether those are beliefs of, oh my gosh, am I even worthy of doing this? Like, who am I to be the one to stand in front of people? It could be financial, you know, beliefs like, oh my gosh, is this even going to work? Can I make this happen? Is it going to be successful? Another belief could be, am I going to even be chosen? Are people even going to like me as I'm doing this? These are all core beliefs from things we might have developed as a child. And so whether we had catastrophic trauma or whether we had little T traumas like being bullied or not feeling like we were seen or heard as a child or supported in the way we needed to, those old beliefs start to pop up in that transition of entering into entrepreneurship. And being a trauma-informed leader really is all about understanding and creating that awareness of your nervous system, the awareness of the thoughts and the beliefs, and the awareness of our patterns and how those thoughts and beliefs show up. So if I am chronically afraid that I'm not worthy of doing this, but I know I have this calling. So I'm going to, you know, inch my way towards this calling, but I still have this kind of belief behind me that's chasing me that says, gosh, are you even worthy of doing this? I mean, like, who are you to do this? And remember all those other 50 times you failed. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Like let's look at the proof of all those times where this didn't, where you weren't able to do something you wanted to do. So why are you doing this now? If that's still chasing you, 
then you're never really going to achieve that success in that entrepreneur business or in that product or in that service because your your body is still being tied to those old strands. And so being a trauma-informed leader is learning how to navigate and understand like, oh, I'm in this pattern. Wow. I'm noticing my body is really nervous and tense right now as I go to think about speaking up or creating a video on my Instagram or my Facebook. And it's the process of noticing it, understanding where it lives in your body, and then using tools to re-navigate, re-heal, and reprogram that nervous system to this identity, this this place that you want to go. And one thing I've even noticed with myself is, you know, even though I've done my inner work, things still show up. You know, Um, I could be in the middle of a project or I could be doing something and I'll all of a sudden this this inkling of doubt just kind of drops into my brain. So, you know, just when you think, you know, you've healed, and I say that in quotes, that you've healed and you've done the work, there's still things that you have to combat. Now, when we uh, look at establishing a business that helps people or leads people to solutions, what should we be aware of when we're working with individuals? Because I hear a lot of things on the internet. You know, I, I don't just, you know, post content and I think we all should be paying attention to what's being said. So we understand, you know, what's happening in our world in in the, in the industry that we work in and with the, the niche that we've chosen. And so I hear a lot of coaches who probably have the potential to re-traumatize their clients in the way that they're marketing to them, in the way that they're presenting things to them. And I'm like, wow, okay, so I'm not enough until unless I hire you or I'm not enough because I did A, B and C or made this particular mistake. I'm not enough if I chose another coach and now that coach didn't work out and I kind of circle my way back to you to see if you could help me. I'm being criticized for that, like the little child. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, I remember an experience with the coach that I worked with and, you know, I I respected the person, you know, we had done some great work together and it helped me, you know, make some achievements in my business. And I remember talking about this particular marketing strategy that I wanted to try, but I didn't seek them out to pursue that marketing strategy because that wasn't their specialty. I, I wanted to work with someone else who specialized in that particular strategy. Yeah, exactly. And so they ended up almost kind of um, demeaning me for choosing this other coach or for even thinking that I can, on my own uh, worth and value and skills and knowledge, you know, step out and do this marketing strategy without a coach or to try it out without a coach. And as coaches, I think, yes, you need coaches. <laughs> to help get you further along. Absolutely. I, I don't think we need to say that someone must have you to to be able to be worthy of being in the industry. No. And, and it's funny because the same coach was doing the same marketing strategy. So how is it that it's okay for you, but somehow I'm incompetent? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also see coaches, you know, where they tell people to dismiss their skills. They dismiss yes. their skills. They Dismiss everything you know, because I need to teach you what you need to know to be successful. So when people are coming in with all of that luggage, you know, what do they need to keep in mind when they're working with others? 
as a coach, you want to inspire and empower. You don't want to re-traumatize people. <laughs> no, and that's exactly right. And here's the thing, like, yes, I agree to, to you. We all need support along the way. You know, I've had many coaches along my, my entrepreneur journey. And here's the thing, a coach who is positioning themselves as the one and only, as the one who has the all, who has the all, all the information, has the secret method, has the strategies that's going to earn you the six figures in 60 days or whatever the big promise is, run away from those messages. Because what's happening is it's teaching you that your infinite self, your intuition, your knowledge, your experiences is no no longer valid, that this person's information is the only thing that's going to impact you and help you be successful. And that's not true. It's further traumatizing you, further traumatizing people in general to dismiss themselves. And really our truest voice, our truest impact comes from our intuition, comes from trusting who we are what we've been through, what our story is, what our gifts are. No one else can tell you to do that, tell you what that strategy is. Although we want it, right? We really want someone to tell us, just tell me how to get to the end. And sometimes that information, you know, bits and pieces of it can be helpful. But ultimately, I would invite the people listening, the coaches, the entrepreneurs to consider how they are approaching their business. Meaning, Are you approaching it from a place of, I need to fix people. I need to be the one with this approach, the one with this method, the one with this service, with this product. It's just going to be, it's going to fix everyone. Or are you approaching your business from a place of, I want to be of service. I want to help elevate people to their own knowing and offer them some strategies or solutions along the way that can help them on their own journey, not on my journey. Because everyone has a different journey. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone is going to find success in different ways. And someone's success at six figures is going to look different than someone's success at four figures. And that doesn't make either one of those bad or good. It just is. We're all different and we all have different gifts. That's what makes us amazing individuals. And so I would say for those who are listening, I'd really invite them to consider looking at what is the approach that you're looking at your business from? What's the lens that you're looking at your business through? And then what is your nervous system really guiding you to? Meaning our nervous systems can really be helpful in being discerning on whether we're working with a coach to help us or working with someone as a client. Um, Our nervous systems can be a really good guide to say this, something feels really exciting. I feel empowered by this. Or, oh my gosh, I feel really nervous and scared and like, okay, I have to be, I have to people please this person, or I'm going to make sure I'm the best I can be and be perfect because I want to be like this person. Sometimes when we fall into those, we're falling into old patterns, old programming, old beliefs that we're not enough as we are today to do the work that we're being called to do. So I think those would be the first two strategies, places I would look for those who are the entrepreneurs and coaches listening. And it really plays into, you know, our confidence level. You talked about that, you know, we, you know, feel we can't do something or we're not equipped. And it's like, sometimes you need to take a step back and maybe not focus on the loudest voice or the people you see the most, but think about what it is you want 
looking at what lens you're viewing your business through, because yeah. uh, like you said, that's so, that's so critical and so important. So I know that people are listening. They, they may be thinking, you know, I want to find Mandy online. I want to get to know her a little better after this episode. So can you share with the audience where they can find you online and your social media handles, your website? Yeah, absolutely. So my website is mandylharvey.com and you can uh, interact with me there through there's some free gifts on my website. Um, There's also a form to reach out if you're interested in exploring working together or if you know a company or organization that would love to hear more and have me speak, there's a form to fill out for both of those. On Instagram, uh, you can reach me at Mandy L. Harvey. On Facebook, it's Mandy Harvey. And then on LinkedIn, it's uh, Mandy L. Harvey as well. So any of those avenues, um, feel free to reach out to me and connect. I love to uh, connect with folks in this field who are on the same type of journey and support you and cheer you on as well. So um, if you follow me, I will interact with you and love to create a connection. Excellent. So as a final word, what do you want people to keep in mind in terms of what it really truly means, what the boss experience really and truly means? Yeah, absolutely. I would say I would invite everyone to just place their hand on their heart and connect with yourself, connect with your truth, connect with your voice, your story, connect with your body, and just really journey through this entrepreneurship, this boss journey as your truest version of yourself, knowing that you hold the wisdom that is meant to be shared, that your wisdom is the medicine that can help others along a journey of transformation or healing and that your light is needed, that this journey is maybe challenging at times, but if we surround ourselves with the right people, with the right resources, we can get through it and shine our beautiful lights and our gifts. So thank you all for being such a transformational light on this earth at this time. And what an excellent closing word that is. And, you know, and all I would Add to that is make sure you feed your your mind, body, and spirit with things that nurture everything that Mandy just said. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, thank you everyone for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. Once again, my name is Michelle Davis and I'm your host and I'm here with Mandy L. Harvey. Take care, be well, and I can't wait for you to tune in to the next episode. Bye. Hey, it's Michelle Davis here, host of the Boss Experience Podcast, and I have an important message for coaches, consultants, and freelancers that want to increase revenue in their business with a high-ticket service offer. What if I told you there is a way for you to create the framework for your profitable coaching business in a day instead of waiting three months, six months, or even a year? Get the mentorship you need and receive step-by-step guidance to create a marketing strategy specifically for your business, you can with CEO Blueprint Academy. CEO Blueprint Academy is a one-day intensive coaching session that is personalized and unique to your business and your skill level. So you can get results at a pace and through an experience that is uniquely designed for you. So if you're ready to get started, visit CEOBlueprintsAcademy.com.
and apply today. Now back to the episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review for this episode and tune in next time.